As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello everyone, welcome to Just Glow With It. My name is Jasmine and here we talk about all things wellness, spirituality, personal development, self-love, and everything else in between. So if you're ready to grow, connect with like-minded people, and become the greatest version of yourself and keep on listening, remember to Just Glow With It. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode here on Just Glow With It. I hope you're all having a great, amazing day today. I am recording this episode on Monday, April 1st, and it's the start of a new week, it's the start of a new month, and it feels like life has hit a double reset button, and I feel a lot of new energy in the air, feelings of new beginnings and fresh starts entering, and I'm very excited to see what this month has in store for me and all of you. And to start off this month, I decided to create an episode all about living life with intention and learning to let go of what no longer positively serves you and taking back your power. So in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about how to live your life with intention how to get out of living on autopilot and creating the life you want and desire, learning how and when to let go of what is no longer serving you, and taking back control of yourself and your life. So I have to say that living life, living an intentional life and learning to let go of things that no longer serve me or benefit me has definitely been two of the hardest lessons that I have come across. But they've also been the most fulfilling. With that being said, what does it mean to live life with intention? So to me, it means that every single thing I do, listen to, engage in, think about, talk about, eat, spend time with, give my energy or attention to, all of that is very, very intentional and for a very specific reason. And the reason why living life with intention is so important to me, living life in, with intention for me means that I'm not mindlessly just going through life without any sense of direction or purpose. And living life with intention means you're living a meaningful and purposeful life, which I think everyone wants to live, whatever that means for you. So 
when you live life with intention, you're not wasting time and energy doing things that don't really bring you happiness. You're not wasting time being around people that aren't maybe the best for you or feeling like you're just on autopilot. Living life with intention is living life for you by design. In my personal opinion, I feel many of us are living on autopilot and we don't even know it. Living For me, living on autopilot means living life by other people's rules and opinions. Um, it means doing things and not even questioning why you're doing it in the first place. And I used to be one of these people until I woke the fuck up and started questioning everything about my life and about why I was doing certain things and why I was living life the way that I was. And when I started questioning these things, I began letting go of a lot of things and people and habits and I'm going to get into that a little bit. So I get a lot of questions from people asking me how do you know when to let go of something or what it is that you need to change and what I have to say about that is before you can begin to let go of anything you have to figure out who it is you want to be, what life you want for yourself and once you do that, then you can begin to let go. And some questions to really get you thinking on what it is you may need to let go let go of are asking yourself, why are you friends with the people that you're friends with? Do you even like them? Do they even like you? Or do you guys just hang out because you guys have just known each other for so long? Ask yourself, why are you at the job that you are? If does it make you happy? And if if it doesn't make you happy, why are you even there? Why are you in the relationship that you are? Is it fulfilling? Is it satisfying? Is this person treating you right? Is this does this person make you happy? And if they aren't doing any of those things, why are you with them? And why do you think the things that you do? Why are you the way that you are? And how is being the way that you are affecting your life? And is it affecting your life in a negative way or in a positive way? Just asking yourself why you keep doing certain habits. If these habits are making you feel like crap every time that you do it. What does your dream life look like? And how far are you away from living it? Who is it that you want to be? And how far away are you from being that person? And for me, all of these questions led to more questions and more questions, which led to many epiphanies and realizations. But the biggest realization for me was that I was living on autopilot and I had no sense of direction. Once I began asking myself these questions, this is what I, that is what I realized. And so one of the ways to stop living on autopilot and begin living with intention is to begin letting go of what isn't serving you or bringing any real value to you. As I mentioned, before you can begin to let go of anything, you need to know what it is you want for yourself and who you want to be and what you want to be around and what you want your life to look like and things like that. 
And once you kind of get a clear idea, then comes the next part, which is actually letting go of those things that do not serve your purpose, are not aligned to the life you want to live and the person you want to be. And knowing what to let go of is the easy part, but actually letting go is much more difficult. And and I think this is why a lot of people stay living life in autopilot because to live life not on autopilot and with intention it that requires you stepping out of your comfort zone that requires letting go of what and who you've always known it means stepping into the unknown and all of those things can seem really really scary and that's why most people never flourish into their greatest potential because they stay comfortable or where they know it's safe and familiar but that's not really living life that's just existing and we did not come here to just exist we came here to thrive to prosper and to flourish and living life at least living your best life requires stepping into unknown territory it means taking risks from time to time and doing things that scare you And I promise once you get a taste of what it means to live life with intention, you you will begin to crave more and more of it and you, you will never again feel satisfied living life on autopilot or living where you're comfortable and complacent because you will know that there is something more and better out there for you. And if you want your life to change, you are going to have to make the changes. Your life is not going to change until you change. And that is a key concept that I really need to emphasize on is people people wait around and they wait for things to happen to them. They wait for the opportunity to arise or for the right time. But it's never the right time until you make the time for it and you can't always wait for opportunities to come knocking on your door because sometimes they won't come and you'll be waiting forever sometimes you have to go and create opportunities for yourself you have to change if you want your life to change i know many of us are afraid of change and we're afraid of the unknown because we like what's familiar and we like what's safe and we like what's comfortable. But change doesn't have to be a scary thing. Life is constantly evolving. We have seasons, we have cycles. So life in itself is constantly changing. So change is a very necessary part of life, but it's our perception around change that makes it scary. So before you can really implement change in your life, I suggest that you start changing your thoughts around change and the unknown. So if you're one of those people who really fears change or dislikes being in the unknown and being in unfamiliar territory, I highly suggest that you wrap your mind around believing that change is something beautiful change is necessary and there is absolutely no avoiding it if unless you want to be miserable and complacent all of your life once you're able to get comfortable with the idea of change start changing small things in your life you don't have to quit your job and move out the country to change your life, although that is a dream of mine, but you can just start small. And my suggestion to anyone and everyone is to start with you. 
In order to do this, some things you can ask yourself are, what are some things about yourself that you know are not positively serving you? So once you have the idea and the vision of who it, who it is you want to be and what type of life you want, what kind of career you want and everything like that, ask yourself what parts of you are in alignment to those things you want and what parts of you are not. So you may have negative beliefs about yourself, about life, about people. You may have an incredibly low self-esteem and that's definitely not going to serve you. Um, you could have bad eating habits and you can hardly exercise, which doesn't serve you if you wish to live a healthy lifestyle. Maybe you complain too much and you're always looking at the negative in everything and I personally don't see how that's that can serve anybody. Or maybe you invest too much of your time and energy on gossip and drama. Um, again, I don't know how that helps anybody. Or maybe you focus too much on what others are doing and you're constantly comparing yourself. These are just examples that I'm talking about and these are things like this are not going to serve you or help you get to where you want to be. All it is doing is self-sabotaging and making you feel stuck and helpless. So the first step in implementing change is First, changing your thoughts around change, but then becoming self-aware to the negative, self-sabotaging beliefs or habits that you may have that are not helping you to get to where you want to be and into being who you want to become. And this definitely takes time and it takes self-awareness and you need to be able to catch yourself when you are doing and thinking these things and then choose differently. This isn't just going to happen overnight, especially if these are habits and beliefs that you've had for years. It takes a lot of self-awareness and a lot of patience and a lot of re reprogramming to change these negative and limiting beliefs or habits or thoughts or actions that you may have but definitely the main key is self-awareness and choosing differently when you do catch yourself engaging in the same self-sabotaging behavior or beliefs and the reason why I really prioritize um, making changes within yourself before you in order to change your life is because I my beliefs are before you can shift your reality, you have to make the proper shifts in your internal world because our external worlds is a direct reflection of our internal worlds. So if on the inside we are unhappy, we are miserable, we are we have low self-esteem, we are empty or anything like that, our reality is going to be a direct reflection of that. So any change you wish to see in your life on the outside, you have to first change on the inside. So once you begin making the shifts within yourself, you can then begin making shifts to the things around you, which brings me to the third step in living life with intention and not on autopilot. So the first step was changing your perception around change and embracing it instead of fearing it. The second step was changing, making changes within. And then the third step is taking back your power and changing the things around you. 
something that I learned in therapy was that we always, always have a choice. We have a choice on what we spend our time doing. We have a choice on the jobs we choose to keep or have. We have a choice on our health, the foods that we eat, the things that we watch or listen to, the conversations we have, the relationships we keep, our living environment. Everything is in our control. So if you find yourself not happy with how things are, that is a sign that somewhere along the line you let go of your power. I really want to make it known that you don't have to stay friends with people just because you've been friends with them for years. If they're draining you, you can let them go. It's not selfish. It's not, you're not a horrible person for that. You don't have to stay at a job or relationship if you're not happy or satisfied or fulfilled. You don't have to go to college just because your family insists that's what you should do and that's what everybody does. You don't have to do that. You, and you don't have to continue living an unhealthy lifestyle or have unhealthy habits simply because You've always been that way and that's all you've ever known. If you always believe that you don't have a choice, you'll never own your power. And if you don't own your power, you won't change your life. And if you don't change your life, you're living on autopilot, which means not living with intention. And I'm saying all of this speaking from personal experience. I have walked away from friends I've been friends with since middle school because all they did was cause drama and bring me down vibrationally. I've had to cut off literally 90% of my family members because they refuse to recognize their toxic behavior and they and their lack of accountability. I have quit jobs multiple times. I can't even count how many jobs I've quit. Even though I had bills to pay, I had rent to pay, and I had no backup plan, I still quit those jobs because I was miserable. I was unhappy and unsatisfied. And you know what? I don't regret any of it because it was my choice. I made the decision to cut off certain friends. I made the decision to cut off toxic family members. I made the choice to leave jobs I was not happy with. And I don't regret it because, again, it was my choice. And I've always, always turned out okay in the end. Everything has always worked out for me in the end, which is why I'm so easy to let things go when I know that they, when I can sense that they're no longer serving me or adding any value to me. So as I mentioned, you don't have to change everything in your life at once, but begin to slowly eliminate those things that are not for you. When I first began to really let go of those friends that I was no longer aligned to, those jobs, those habits, those thoughts and beliefs, when I first began that journey, it it almost felt like a death and a rebirth for me. I felt like I had hit restart on my entire life and like I was starting fresh and new. So because of this, I wanted to make sure that I wanted to make sure I did everything with intention. So now before I do anything, I remember my values, I remember my goals, and I remember my why. And I ask myself, is this person, is this thing, this job, opportunity, event, conversation, habit, etc.? Is this in alignment to the life I want to live or to the person that I want to be? If it's not, I simply don't make time for it. And if it is, I happily accept it into my life. And that's all there really is to it. Um, Don't overcomplicate it, which brings me 
to the next section in this podcast, which is listening to the whispers or looking out for the signs of the universe. I think why we overcomplicate things is because we get so attached to how we think things should be or how we want them to be. But the more we get attached to what the ego wants, the more misery it will cause us in the future. Because sometimes what our ego wants and what is meant for us is not the same thing and that's where conflict will arise. And a perfect example of this, which I'm sure many of you have experienced yourself, was staying in a relationship that you know is not working out or that is not meant to be. Um, So a few years ago, I was in a relationship with this person who was not in any way shape or form good for me it didn't matter because i wanted this relationship to work i needed it to work because i loved this person and i had a vision an idea of how our relationship should be and time and time again the universe would give me clear-cut signs and prove to me that this person was not for me and I refused to listen and this is the thing with the universe or God or whatever it is you believe in. The universe will give you whispers and if you continue to not listen, they will turn into loud screams that force you to pay attention. And that's exactly what happened to me. So I kept getting little signs here and there from the universe that was saying, this person's not right for you, you need to end this relationship, you need to let this go, like it's just not meant to be. But because I was refusing to pay attention, the universe made me listen and let me just say, it was not pretty. It was painful, it was embarrassing and I could have probably saved a lot of hurt if I would have just listened to the whispers and paid attention to the signs instead of make instead of complicating things by listening to my ego and not listening to the signs and my intuition. But now I know better and anytime I get a sign or a whisper about anything I listen to my I listen to it right away. The universe, God, our intuition, it is all here to guide us, to protect us, to lead us into the right direction, to lead us on the path of least resistance. And the more that we refuse to listen to it, the difficult, the more difficult we make life for ourselves. And we can avoid that just by simply listening to the whispers of the universe, paying attention to the signs and allowing our intuition to guide us. So that is all I have for today's episode, but before we go, I want to leave you with these questions. Are you living life on autopilot or are you living a life with intention? If you are not fully living life with intention, what things can you do to begin living more intentionally? Remember to start with yourself. So what thoughts can you let go of? What bad habits can you let go of? What limiting beliefs can you let go of? Start there. And after you begin making the shifts within yourself, take a look at your external world, at your surroundings, and ask what things you can change there. Do the friendships you have benefit you or support you or uplift you or do they bring you down? Is the job you're at satisfying and fulfilling or is it miserable and making you unhappy? 
are the is the relationship you you are in satisfying and fulfilling or is it making you miserable and happy and lastly always listen to the whispers and pay attention to the signs of the universe and follow your intuition and then and only then can you begin living intentionally and living a beautiful life and that is all i have to say in today's episode please leave a review subscribe share on your social media i would greatly appreciate it thank you so much for listening and as always until next time remember to just go with it as humans we're naturally driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed when i was looking to hire someone it was so slow and overwhelming i wish i had used indeed if you need to hire you need indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast ditch the busy work use indeed for scheduling screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster and indeed doesn't just help you hire faster 93 percent of employers agree indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent indeed survey and listeners of this show will get a 75 dollars sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash podcast that's indeed.com slash podcast terms and conditions apply